Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Where do I start off with you? Where do I start off with you? How can you possibly, possibly just fall in just a bad hole every single week? How can you do something like this? And welcome to all my wrestling homies, wrestling buddies, and wrestling pals. This is J-Dubs on J-Dubs Wrestling Talk. I'm just here to talk about Monday Night Raw last night. Good morning from New York City. It's 546 right now. How can you possibly just, just consistently just have really inconsistent shows? Insufficient shows at that matter. Because it don't make no sense that, you know, they just have, like, this is your flagship show, WWE. Monday Night Raw can't be looking like this. Three hours, I had to sit and just, like, after the show, I had to sit and figure out what I'm going to say for this podcast here. So, this is, last night was the go-home show before Elimination Chamber, right? And, I just don't get it. So, let's just hop into the review. So, we start off the show on Miz TV. You know, the Miz talking about he's he's reminding Drew that he's Mr. Money in the Bank. Um, now he he took a real devastating headbutt from Drew McIntyre, and um, you know, still talking about Bad Bunny, <laughs> and it's just weird to me. Like it, it just like. Like he's saying, he st- he sees cracks in the WWE champion Drew McIntyre. But you know what's so funny? I feel like with the Miz, I feel like he's going to cash in this Sunday after the Elimination Chamber match, or or Fastlane, or any or any Monday Night Raws before Fastlane. That's my prediction right now. That's what. I'm pretty much seeing right now. So, the other match we need to talk about was was with the Lucha House Party with Matt Riddle and the Hurt Business with Cedric Alexander, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin. That was a that was a little bit of a decent match in my honest opinion. That was it wasn't nothing exciting, but it it was okay. So now. You know, Riddle in the Lucha House Party wins. And you know what? The Hurt Business, I can see a lot of potential in them. I, I, I really see potential in them. But I just feel like the Hurt Business has more to offer. Like, like honestly, creative, they need to see more potential in them. You have you have um Cedric and Sheldon as the tag champs. Okay, that's fine with me. But like that, that entire unit with Bobby Lashley, MVP, Cedric, and Shelton, 
definitely. I, I see a lot of potential in them. Okay. So that match is done. So, <laughs> so Bad Bunny was um talking with Damian Priest, and then um, and then now R Truth gets beaten for the WWE 24/7 Championship against Akira Tozawa beats R Truth for the 24/7 Championship. Now, Akira bumps into DP Damian Priest, and then Damian Priest rocks him. And um, <laughs> and now um, Bad Bunny goes for the pin. One, two, three. Now he's the twenty-four-seven champion. And then the next match. Oh my God. Charlotte Flair and Oscar versus Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. Oh my God. You know what? I just feel so bad for for Peyton and Oscar because they deserve. They deserve 10 times better than this garbage. This rivalry is just so ridiculous but with Lacey Evans and Charlotte. Like, I can't, like in the beginning, I kind of saw potential in it, but it's like, it's like, what are y'all doing, WWE? Like, what are you doing, Monday Night Raw? Like, creatively, y'all, y'all guys are getting worse week by the week. So that, that match rolls into hour number two. And... I just don't get it. Like, this match, like, Lacey didn't do anything. And it winds up going to a no contest. And then Lacey grabs a microphone during the tag match. She's saying, you're not going to put my, you're not going to put your hands on me to Charlotte Flair. Because she's. participate in this damn match do I have to say it because she's pregnant I don't know WWE like I don't so you're telling me for this Sunday because she is supposed to face Ashka for for the for the Raw Women's Championship, so you're telling me that we're not going to have a Women's Championship match? That's what you're telling me, WWE. That's what you're telling me, Lacey Evans. That's what you're telling me. So you're telling me right now we don't have a Women's Championship match, or this was, like, I don't know, like, I just feel like creative went I, don't, I, I just don't know. Like, I just don't know. Like, I honestly... I honestly don't know how to feel about this. It's like, what are you doing, WWE? With this rivalry with Charlotte and Ash... With Charlotte and um, Lacey. Why Why is... Why is um Peyton Royce and Ashka involved in this? I, I just don't know. I, I, I just don't feel it. Because the way I see it is just like, how, 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 I just do not understand. So the next match was between Kofi Kingston and The Miz. So if Kofi Kingston would have won, he earns himself a spot in the championship match, in the WWE Championship Elimination Champion match. If The Miz would have won, John Morrison would take the spot instead. Um... 
Like, honestly, the match was cool. Like, the match, like, they had some good spots in the match. I, I, that's what I think I saw. But, you know, there was a point in time where I thought the match would have been put away by The Miz. And Morrison would have took the spot. But you know what? Kofi winds up winning. Kofi winds up winning. So he's in the match now. That that was a that was a that was an okay match. And then now um now um Alexa Bliss warns Randy Orton because remember this this rivalry I feel like it's getting better and better and better because Bray Wyatt, let me tell you something about Bray Wyatt. He was like one of the most creative superstars that I ever seen of all time. And you have Alexa Bliss. They can let me tell you something with Alexa Bliss. She's a like she can cut such great promos. She can. She can cut some real great promos. I'm not gonna lie about that. And then she was like laying in front of that, laying inside that, I don't know what that thing is called. But like I, I feel like <clears throat> the Fiend and Randy Orton are getting better week by week. Cause you have Alexa as as the Fiend's messenger. And wow, like that, like to be honest, that this is my favorite rivalry on Raw right now. Between Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton, and the Fiend. Bray Wyatt, let me tell you something. Bray Wyatt is the most creative superstars of all time, like I said. Because like the way like the fiend like the way he creates like these cool like these cool ways like the fiend idea was like right on the money because I, I like the fiend like there's some fiend merch that I would love to get off WWE shop but it's like you know I feel like with Bray Wyatt I feel like creatively they're not giving him nothing to work with so I just feel like I just feel like, I feel like in the match, I feel like The Fiend is going to, I feel like The Fiend is going to be in the match at Elimination Chamber this Sunday, because I know, I know it, I know it. So, that promo's over, now we got Shayna Baszler versus Lana, kick off pretty much hour number, hour number three. The last and final out of Raw. So, this, honestly, that was a, that was a squash match, honestly. Because Lana, she was, she was fresh off that tables match win against, um, Nia Jax last week. Um, so now she goes up against the Queen of Shade, Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. So, I just feel like that, this match was like was pretty much a breadcrumb match there wasn't nothing really exciting about it it was just you know uh this this is pretty much a breadcrumb match so Lon Shayna Baze locks in that Caravito clutch when Lana taps so she won so that was pretty much it nothing ready to talk about the gauntlet match now (laughs) Wow, this was one hell of a like the Gotham match was cool. There was there was some of my favorite spots. So first you had 
Kofi Kingston and AJ Styles going at it. They were they were pulling off some good moves, honestly. They they were they had some great moves. And then when Xavier Woods was on the um commentator's desk, the announce table, he was playing his little trump playing his trumpet and then Amos, oh my god. He choked he chokeslammed him right on that exposed concrete of the Thunderdome. I'm like, oh my God. So he got ejected from ringside. So now. So he got bounced out first. So now AJ had to face Drew. AJ and Drew, I feel like, you know what? AJ and Drew, that, that was my favorite part of the match because. I thought AJ was going to finish him. I thought AJ had that calf crusher locked in. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, like, I, I would feel so crazy. I'm like, just imagine if you would have saw Drew McIntyre tap out. That would never happen because that would never happen because he's the WWE champion. You can't have your your, your main champion tap out. You, you can't. You can't. And... Uh... So now we had Drew McIntyre versus Jeff Hardy. That was a that was another favorite part of my of the Gauntlet match. So it was pretty much what you're gonna see at Elimination Chamber: Kofi, Kofi, AJ, Drew, Orton, Sheamus. That 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 was a cool match. So. With the Jeff Hardy part, like, so Jeff, you know, it was babyface versus babyface for um both guys, but they kind of, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing them as the last two in the match. That would be cool. Just imagine if Jeff Hardy and Drew McIntyre were the last two guys in the Elimination Chamber match. That would be cool. That would be cool. So. So Jeff was gonna finish him off with the swanton. Drew put his knees up. Now he now he got got hit with the claymore, and that was ball game. But okay, now Orton comes into the match. Um, it wasn't really a lot in the match, but Alexa Bliss once again with the distraction got him counted out, and that was like wow. That was like that. That was. I'm like Alexa Bliss with those laughs. I'm like, wow. That was like that was totally like, man. That let me tell you something. I don't like. I would like to see the Fiend and Randy Orton at WrestleMania. I would love to see that. But dang, we never seen the Fiend ever since. Um. TLC in December last year like we all thought he was going to come back at the Royal Rumble but that didn't happen and you know it it was okay but it's like you know what did I really see, see in that part but okay that's over Orin got counted out now Sheamus comes in Drew thought he was going to come in through the entrance way, but Sheamus came from behind. So Sheamus, he pulled up a strong part of the match and 
that that was that was one heck of a performance by Sheamus. Like, I, so he so Sheamus won the match. Sheamus won the match. Now, Sheamus winning the Godwin match will will enter the la, enter last in the Sunday's Elimination Chamber, and. It was an okay match. I'm not saying it was a big deal, but but that'll be interesting. I would like to see what Sheamus would do entering last. Like that would be something. Like I feel like Sheamus, he deserves more. But I feel like they're not getting like he's what was the last time he ever held a championship? Let, let's be honest here. Like, it's cool to like see Sheamus win. But if he's champion, what is, what is creative going to do for him? Like, what what is his booking going to look like? Like, and then I feel like that, that would be okay for him to win. Like, it would be cool to him to win. But honestly, I don't... Honestly, I feel like Drew's going to retain. Like, that's what I... That's what's pretty much what I'm seeing right now. So... And here's like what we learned from Monday Night Raw. It's just like here's what we learned. Like I just don't get it with Monday Night Raw. That's the thing that I'm learning with them. It's like how how do I how can I just possibly like sit here for three hours and just say like just say like I just don't know like the booking is not there like the booking is just off in so many ways it's like what am I really seeing like the Charlotte and Lacey Evans feud is like it's just getting worse by the week and it's just like what are you doing like I feel like Raw Creative I feel like Raw Creative really needs to evaluate the booking like I feel like Raw Creative needs to reevaluate what they're trying to achieve with all of these storylines. So Lacey Evans is pregnant now. Is she really pregnant, or she just didn't want to compete? Because that's what is pretty much what I'm seeing. So and where's our women's championship match? And then you know it's another thing I forgot to bring up to y'all. We don't have a women's elimination chamber match. We don't have no women's chip. Why WWE? Why? So you're gonna so what you tell me we're gonna have one elimination chamber match and that's it? WWE. WWE. How can you do something like this? Like like as a wrestling fan, it's just like, you know, I try to believe in Monday Night Raw, but they just have, they don't, they don't give nobody nothing to believe in. Because the only thing, pretty much what I'm seeing on Monday Night Raws right now is Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton, and, and the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Like I, I just don't understand. I don't, I don't know, guys. Like. This is gonna be, oh no! This is the go home show for Monday Night Raw. This is my review. Um, I hope everyone has a great Tuesday. Um, 
I just hope, I just wish everybody the best that listens to this podcast, you know, trying to start, trying to start off something small to, you know, get big, you know, why not? Because this is J-Dubs Wrestling Talk. Um, I wish you guys the best, like I said. I wish everybody a happy Tuesday or afternoon, evening, or morning, wherever you are in the world. Um, thank you so much for tuning in once again to J-Dubs Wrestling Podcast. And, you know, stay subscribed to the channel. And wish you guys the very best. Uh <laughs> Sorry for saying that again, but thank you. Um, I'm going to do an Impact Wrestling review post-show or early Wednesday morning. So stay tuned. I love every single one of y'all. Peaceful vibes and pizza for everyone. Love y'all. J-Dubs.